When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to another edition of the PHNX D-Backs podcast right here on PHNX. My name is Derek Monti. Of course, I'm your mayor of PHNX. This is my vice mayor, my friend, my co-host, somebody who I no longer hate for his takes on certain <laughs> fast food restaurants. It's the one and only Thunderstick Jesse Friedman. Did you see the light? Is that what that means? No, no we're, not, we're not even bringing that up again today. But of course, this show is brought to you by the fine folks at the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top rated sportsbook app. Guys, yesterday had a lot of ups and downs. Uh, I would say at least, at least, in my opinion, more ups than downs. But uh, the game lot one loss of the doubleheader in Los Angeles yesterday uh, could best be described as demoralizing. I feel like I have never seen the air taken out of this team. There's been a lot of tough losses. We've obviously talked about the bullpen uh, extensively this season, and that's bullpen PN at the end. Um, but... <laughs> uh, this one felt like it was somehow, as Jacob uh, Fage, our producer, put it, the worst loss of the year. And I feel like it it really was just because in a game that the Diamondbacks seemed to dominate for eight and seven and a half innings, uh, they yeah. definitely uh, should not have lost that one. No, they shouldn't have. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think that like the overall feeling from yesterday is positive. It's funny how big of a difference it makes when like that loss happens first and then you like redeem yourself afterwards with a with a big win like what the Diamondbacks got last night as opposed to the alternative like if we were coming off you know with fresh wounds from that first game yesterday if that had if that had been the second game of the doubleheader I think we'd all feel probably quite a bit different yeah as Elizabeth says game one broke my soul game two mended it right yes um but yeah, I mean, that first one was was really rough. I think we really saw Josh Rojas struggle in a big way at yeah. third base. He arguably yeah. could have had three errors. Um, and, and truth be told, to pull back the curtain here slightly, uh, Derek had to leave shortly before the end of the game. And I watched the rest of the game here at our studio. And I get a phone call from Derek like two hours later. He's like, did, they, did they lose that Screaming. game? Like, did they lose that game? And I was like... Yeah, they they lost the game. <laughs> I mean, I knew they lost the game when I was asking that question. It was more rhetorical. It yeah. was just more of how, yeah. <laughs> how, when I left that game was almost over. I remember thinking, should I stay to the end? And I was like, no, the, the top half of the eighth inning just ended. I have no reason to stay. My friends at OGs want me to come try their new product. Right. You so had more I had, important things to do. I had more do. important things to do, obviously. <laughs> I'm 60% OGs, Jesse, and you know I have to maintain proper levels in order to uh, be a functioning adult. But uh, there is something about that loss that was just unbelievable, whether you watched it or you yeah. just end up seeing the stat line. Lavolo's reaction after the game I thought was appropriate. Um, he said after the game, I stood there for a while. I just wanted to see the player's response to what just happened. It was unacceptable. I've been saying for a couple days now to get where we got to get. We can't have days like this. We can't have moments like this. And it's yeah. it's one thing to lose a game, obviously. And it's, it's not even the first time the bullpen has blown 
a game for this team. It's been an absolute weakness. <laughs> not all even the season. first time. Not even the first time by any stretch of the imagination. Yet somehow it was very impactful. You know, the reaction and everything, the fact that they didn't have a lot of time before game two to kind of uh what I would what I would like to call puke and rally. Uh after that demoralizing loss, I feel like you'd have to vomit before going on to play another baseball game. But um it definitely was the fact that it was the Dodgers, you know, yeah, it was in their, that ballpark, their 11th loss in a row to the Dodgers. And, you know, you just think we had that game. If you watch that game, like we watched most of it, except <laughs> when we were doing the show, uh, they seemed to pretty much handle the Dodgers very well. And that carried over into game two. But the Diamondbacks just seemed to have it. They seemed to have the Dodgers number. So to implode in the eighth inning like they did in that first game. I get it, you know, because, again, there have been times where we blame the bullpen, but the, you know, the opposing team inched their way back into it. It wasn't just such a sudden and abrupt change like we saw in, in yesterday's game. Yeah, I mean, the, the second game that the Diamondbacks um, played yesterday with the Dodgers and the, the game that they won, that was their first win in Dodger Stadium in more than a year. More than a year. Um, it is, yeah. Oh. And, I mean, every team struggles to win games in that ballpark, right? I mean, sure. it's a really freaking good baseball team. But um, but the Diamondbacks really did seem to hold their own um, in that first one until things unraveled late. And um, Chris says in the comments, I remain terrified of the last six outs. And, if any of you try to tell me that when the Diamondbacks had a four to two lead going to the bottom of the seventh yesterday and you were like, oh, yeah, like they're going to win confident. this game. I'm confident. I don't believe you nah, because there's no way that any of you felt that way. But Reyes Maranta, Reyes Maranta saves the day. Like that was uh, one of the most impressive ninth inning performances we've seen all season long. He threw six pitches. Six pitches. They were all strikes. And they were all strikes. So you're and like. Dude, he's thrown hard too. He threw like 97, 97 miles first, an hour. The very first pitch was 97. Yeah. Not only that, but it was like it just it was uneventful. You know? Imagine. It was just <laughs> uneventful. It just it just happened and then it was over. I I don't think I even believed it what it was. I was like, was that it? That's it? We're done. Let's Marco go. Lanson was good too. Uh, it was like a pretty quick one, two, three inning for him. And then don't do um, that, Jesse. Luis, don't do that. We're talking about Reyes Maranta, and this guy wants to bring up. Mullen I'm just Hansen. saying he pitched in the seventh inning, wow. and it was a pretty quick one, two, three inning too. And I thought the eighth inning. I know a lot of people were uh, sounding off on Twitter when Tori made the decision to bring in Luis Frias uh, for the eighth inning because I believe the Dodgers had. Turner, Freeman, and Smith do up in that eighth inning. And, you know, Tori's going to his guy from the bullpen who has an ERA north of 10. And they're like, yeah, surely this will end well, right? <laughs> um, but, he, I mean, he pitched really yeah, he well. Really it was did. it he was really a pretty did. quick inning. I think he gave up one hit, which was like a slow roller that wound up being an infield single. Joe Mantiply came in and, and cleaned that up. But, um, yeah, the bullpen was was really solid in that second game. And, um Dre Jameson, though, was was the real That's story. That's the of, real story. That was here. the real story. Dre Jameson, uh, really just dominant, dialed in in game two, gave me all the hope and and all the dr I was so happy. He gave me all the hope in the world. Uh, and it was just, again, the same combo that we saw out of Ryan Nelson come in as a brand new player and have your first starts against the Padres and the Dodgers and to be able to dominate like that consistently through both starts. Now, we hope we don't see. 
uh, Dre Jameson kind of have what, what happened to Ryan Nelson. But Ryan Nelson still, like, it's just by comparison that his third start was bad. But in reality, it still wasn't a terrible start compared to what other pitchers in this lineup have done or in this rotation have done. Uh, Dre Jameson, though, just pretty, pretty, pretty effective until giving up that Max Muncy home run. And even then after that, I felt like he Dialed bounced right back, back in. really well and, yeah. you know, uh, just showed a lot of maturity as far as his ability to get in there and and get the next. I think it was two more outs after that and yeah. clean up the inning. Is he hashtag good I think or is hashtag. he good? No, no. He's, we're hash, not. he's hashtag no. good. No, <laughs> no. I'm, I'm putting a good stamp on and no hashtag. No, no hashtag. Dre Jameson is good. Wow. And I think what we're seeing is, you know, these guys that have been, Ryan Nelson and Jerry Jamison, these guys have been in their system and have been talked about as being some of their top prospects. But unfortunately at times, especially playing in Reno, just didn't have the statistical numbers to back it up to say that they are anything other than potentially good, right? I mean, yeah. And it's just so hard. <laughs> I mean, looking at an ERA of seven, it's hard to, right? you know. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm saying. Like even hashtag good is hard to get to at that point. <laughs> it's even hard to see potential. It just feels like the Diamondbacks didn't have any arms that were coming that could give us the hope for the future the way that this outfield and, and some of the recent draft picks have given us right. that hope. Uh, you know what really stood out to me yesterday is, do you know what Dre Jameson's most used pitch in that game was I believe it was a slider. It was his slider. Was he slider. threw one more slider than he did four seam fastball. He threw a lot of sinkers as well. Um that was a huge pitch for him. You know, you you hear about a guy who throws 98 but like at times doesn't have the best of command. Your natural assumption is like okay, you know, maybe the slider is nasty but he has right. nowhere, you no idea where it's going, right? But that wasn't the case for him um, in that game yesterday. Uh, he got 10 whiffs on the slider, which is a lot. It generated yeah. a lot of swing and miss. Um, he also was able to throw it in the strike zone a fair amount, and that's huge for him, right? He sure. needs to be able to throw the slider for strikes as well as the two fastballs. So, um, yeah, just an all-out great game for Dre Jamison. I still think there's another level that he can get to. Um, he threw a few change-ups and curveballs, and um, those were not particularly competitive. So, um, it's pretty impressive just like how good his fastball slider combo is. And like he can go six innings and allow two runs, you know, and strike out seven guys or whatever it was against a really good Dodgers team just because of how good those two pitches are. And if you look at his stats from his first start, you'll see that he dominated using the fastball prior, the yeah. prior his prior pitch was his, 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 best, his most effective. Pitch yeah, I think the first the start was. I think four seam plus sinker was like 72% right. in his first start. He right. was like heavily using those pitches. And this start, uh, that was down to 53% combined between the two fastballs. So he really mixed it up more. And I think it uh, really helped him keep Dodgers hitters off balance. Not to mention the fact that, you know, one of the things that we suspected about Ryan Nelson kind of coming back down to earth is the Padres have seen him twice. And, yeah. now, you know, the more that they pitch at a major league level, the more actual film and right, data they have right. on him that they didn't and, have yeah from a and teams league. are loading up on that data on on they, both absolutely. two guys right now so yeah. it's it is going to get harder for right. them moving forward but that I, again that just shows uh some great game planning as well as an ability to execute that game plan by going into his next start against the best team arguably in baseball right now and switching <laughs> is that it up. is that even arguable i don't i, I don't know <laughs> i don't I, think it's arguable I think the astros have 900 <laughs> wins i don't know i haven't checked in on them lately but they just never seem to lose uh but again we got mad bum on the mound uh gilbert in our comments says who else got dodgers at minus two and a half tonight i do 
Uh, really? Mad bums on the mound. Come on, let's go. Um, but <laughs> I'm, I'm just remember, just because your team loses doesn't mean you have to lose one betting. So that's uh, that's my advice. But uh, as Shane would say, hedge your bets emotionally. If you're going to win, you're either your team's going to win or you're going to win some money. So it's a good way to do things. Uh, I want to give a shout out to our friends at OGs uh, again for having me out. Uh, I will never mind missing the end of a terrible baseball game like that to come party with my friend friends from OGs. They just launched their brand new uh, sleep edition gummy. And uh, I was I was a vital tester in this process last night, Jesse. And let me really? tell you, I got one of the best damn nights sleep of my life. <laughs> Not even joking. I have a problem where my internal clock runs in a way where I can't get more than six hours of sleep at one period of time. But boy, that changed last night. So uh, make sure to check out OG's brand new gummy. Uh, Brand new Sleep Edition gummy. You won't want to sleep on this. Uh, yes, you heard us right. Flavoring dreams with their two uh, to one THC CBN ratio. Uh, CBN is a compound that helps specifically with falling and staying asleep. So it's something that uh, in certain strains like Indica's that tend to be a little bit more sleepy, they try to almost breed out so that people aren't, you know, uh, taking, you know, smoking some weed and then falling asleep five seconds later, right? So uh, this is something that if I know a lot of people out there specifically uh, try to seek out edibles for, and this is honestly an, an incredible version of their gummy. Uh, and it's also delicious because it's this aqua berry flavor that's very unique and very, very good. So we highly recommend you check out OG's online at ogsbrands.com or on Instagram at ogsbrands. You can also find their products at your local dispensary. Must be 21 years or older to enjoy. And also, don't forget to enter our Flavoring Life sweepstakes over at gophnx.com, where you can win yourself not only three bags of OG's gummies, including my favorite, Orange Cream Skull, which might not be my favorite anymore. It might be this Aqua Berry uh, sleep gummy, but uh, you will win three bags of gummies. You'll also get yourself an OG's hat, a PHNX t-shirt of your choice, and a PHNX annual membership. Uh, and after you get yourself a good night's sleep, make sure to come out with us to Four Peaks. That's where we're going to be uh, partying with our friends from ASU. Come out to Four Peaks Tailgate this Saturday uh, to will this ASU team on. Uh, they need they, they need, need your support. <laughs> uh, hell, if any of you are athletes they, and you go to the school, maybe you can uh, try out for the team. I don't know. We need to get uh, more than more than some dudes out there. We need more than some dudes out there. But does it come with an opportunity to like coach the team? Us. No, no, no. This particular event does not come. Well, I'll tell you what. I mean, it's. <laughs> <laughs> ASU hired a new coach, right? Look, look, they're, uh, not, they're not just like doing a free-for-all this weekend. Well, uh, you know, if if there's any ideas, if you want to bring your playbook, I'm going to tell you that this <laughs> might be the time to do it. Uh, $50 will get you access to the buffet, and this buffet is loaded, Jesse. Uh, all-you-can-eat chicken wings. Need I say any more? I don't know. $50 for all-you-can-eat chicken wings. That's all. That's like, that's it. But there's also other things, nachos, pizza, uh, barbecue chicken sandwich, pulled pork, all sorts of stuff. Uh, for dessert, they have a pumpkin porter cheesecake, Jesse, and ah, donut holes. It is that time of year, It isn't is it? that time of the year. <laughs> so uh, you also get two Four Peaks beers and a free ride to the stadium. Plus, our PHNX Sun Devils guys will be there cheating in cornhole, Jenga, and Connect Four. Don't trust <laughs> any, especially Toe Tree. Don't fucking trust Toe. Don't trust Toe Tree to not cheat at any of those games. He'll be like, oh, look, and then he'll put in an extra piece. Which of, of those 4. games are you best at? Jenga. 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 I'm pretty good at cornhole, too. But I'm pretty decent at cornhole. Uh, Jenga is a game that I take very seriously, Jesse. I don't. 
I don't play Jenga. I compete in Jenga. Uh, you know what I mean? People are always like sweating intensely when they play Jenga. Oh, yeah, no, I, it's a pretty intense experience. I, I, put, I put the pressure on. I put the pressure on. But here's the best thing, Jesse. Uh, first 15 people to sign up will receive a free ticket to the game uh, and a PHNX membership. That's that's Is that wild. ridiculous? <laughs> that's honestly like just straight Wait, up theft. <laughs> so the next 15 people, you might be one of them. Like the next 15 people to sign up will receive a PHNX membership. That's $150 value for 50 bucks. I mean, and you're getting all you can eat wings. What are you even doing? Go do it now. Get get on the I mean, the, a PHNX membership last I checked, I think it's $60, $60 for a year. $60. And you're getting that plus like a whole bunch of other things all for the food, $50. All the beers, the ride to the stadium, uh, tickets to, the, to game. the game. <laughs> My God. Hold on, we Jesse. Should, we should I think I'm going to register for I this think really I, fast. This has to be a typo. Sorry, guys. I'm going to steal this one. It has to be a typo. We should probably contact Max and I don't make sure it. we're not giving yeah, away too much stuff that here because right. that doesn't feel right. Yeah, that doesn't but feel right. Take advantage. I don't know. You put it in capitals. Look, it's all in capitals. I didn't make this up. but Click the link. It's right here if you're if you're looking. It's here in the comments. Click the link uh, in our show notes, wherever. Uh, must be 21 or older, by the way, to enjoy either of our friends over at OG's O4 Peaks and enjoy responsibly. Uh, Jesse, after the first two losses in the series, I guess we can see that the Diamondbacks, you know, still have some have some holes to fill, if you will. Yeah. Um, and I know a lot of people have been asking, but what are your thoughts on what the Diamondbacks need to really address this offseason. I think we saw you brought yeah. up earlier Josh Rojas kind of struggling there at third base and unfortunately really not looking like uh, I'm not going to say a viable option. Everybody has bad days, right? But there was sure. there were critical errors made in this game by Rojas that yeah. really contributed to that loss. Yeah, there really were. I think it's pretty clear that and honestly we kind of knew this going into the year that Josh Rojas is an outstanding like utility player. Right. I mean, he can he can bounce around so much, but you probably don't want to like peg one spot for him that's not really his true position. If you are going to peg one spot for Josh Rojas, it really should be second base. And I don't think there's really any debate over that. The Diamondbacks pegged one spot for him and it was a spot where he's capable, like he can go out there and, you know, we've seen him make some nice plays throughout the course of the season. It's not like you know, he's been a complete embarrassment or anything over there, but no, he did have a, a rough game yesterday and it just makes it clear like that's not his true position. Um, and so uh, I'm actually writing right now. It'll probably be up later today um, about some possible free agent targets for the Diamondbacks. And of course, part of that is figuring out like what positions do they need to look for in the first place. Right. Um, and third base is is one that I am including in my search. I'm not totally sold that the Diamondbacks will actually pursue a third baseman just because Emmanuel Rivera has been pretty good since coming over. He's a solid defensive third baseman. Um, you know, if you want to keep playing Cattell Marte at second base, then you can't put Josh Rojas there. And so maybe it's sort of a platoon situation at third base um, where Rivera gets the lefties and Rojas gets the righties. And maybe there's some some mixing and matching in between there. Um, but yeah, I think third base is is going to be a, at least something that they'll consider. I don't know what they'll actually do, but I do have some third base targets in there. Um, 
And then also there, I mean, the bullpen is sort of obvious. obviously, <laughs> obviously. We, we, I don't think I need to really expand yeah, on that. They're going to keep losing letters. They might you, they might lose the U next. I don't know. It might just be bullpen. <laughs> That's um, probably what we should start doing. Yeah, every with every with every blown game, we start we subtract another vowel, which I guess there's only one more vowel. But no, we'll just start. We'll, we'll the, just get rid of letters. Yeah, it's going to be the B before we know it. But <laughs> what about catcher? Is uh, is the menace Carson Kelly somebody yeah. that, that is going to be? That was a tough focus. one. That was a tough one. Um, honestly, I kind of started with it being an, a target. Um, but the more that I looked at free agents, um, free agent catchers this offseason, there are like none that are particularly compelling. Um, Especially but, more so than Carson Kelly, who can tend yeah, to be a very good ball player. Like Carson times. Kelly is a pretty decent catcher when you realize that, you know, like Austin Hedges is batting 160 this year, right? Like teams have catchers that don't hit mm. at all. Mm. Um, so Carson Kelly's really good against lefties. He's not ever been good, frankly, against righties, at least not consistently. So, you know, what in my head, what what that makes me think is, you know, you set up a platoon situation where you go get a left-handed hitting catcher um, who hits righties decently well, and then you set up a platoon with those two guys. But there just isn't really anybody out there. I mean, Stephen Vogt's a, a free agent if you want to bring back the legendary Stephen Vogt. You know, a lot um, of people love him. Like, he's great. When you I mean, ask he's people, outstanding. When you ask like ball players who like their favorite teammates are, yeah. his name comes up a lot. Uh, he's like funny. the ultimate like clubhouse yeah. guy, like yeah, just a good sure. guy you want to have around. Uh, but he's also hitting like a buck 70 or something like that this year. So yeah. it's like, I don't know if there, if you're really getting much of an improvement. And I think that's why the Diamondbacks have been invested in Cooper Hummel. Yep. Because if you look at his numbers against righties, it's actually better than like a lot of guys out there on the free agent market. Sure. It's like a, like a 620 OPS maybe, yep. but You'd be surprised what some teams are are putting out there uh, offensively from the catching position. So, but and it's it's a chance for them to figure a place for him to play, right? Yeah. Because Cooper Hummel is not going to factor into this outfield considering there's the a long few too many of those, have. right? <laughs> and that's really it's going to continue to go that way. And addressing some of these holes that they have uh, is going to probably require them to trade some guys away. And in some cases, yeah, they're so heavy in those positions that it's kind of okay to do so as long as it's not, you know, the guys. And you know who the guys are. I don't need to tell you that. Uh, I will say, though. All of the kings. Yeah, all the kings. (laughs) Risk king, uh, young king, fast king, all those Short king. Short king. Uh, But I will say that uh, Cooper has an opportunity in the Arizona Fall League to get that additional playing time and to really focus on what the Diamondbacks want him to do, you know, to improve in those areas, to get – better against right-handed uh, pitching and to do everything he can to be that guy for this team. And I, honestly, I think him and Carson Kelly could end up being a pretty good. It's not that bad. It's like, it's really not that bad. I think Cooper Hummel maybe needs to show more defensively than definitely. he does offensively. Yeah, honestly, we've seen him struggle at times back there. And it's yeah. kind of like what we've said about Josh Rojas, but again, much like Josh Rojas, if he's not an everyday third baseman, if he's not an everyday catcher, then I feel like, he definitely could be that backup and right. you know somebody that the Diamondbacks already have in the system and they can continue to develop these guys you know instead of needing to spend that additional amount or mortgage part of their future by trading them off to get somebody from a different team that is yeah and i mean like looking at this year's free agent class which when i when i publish the story later you guys will see 
It's not the most compelling not group. <laughs> not, it's definitely not what last last year's was. Last no. year was fun to watch. I mean, it's like, um, you know, there's some, it's very top heavy, right? Like Aaron Judge is out there, you know, Trey Turner's out there. Like there's some <laughs> The really guys we're names. not going to have a shot at. Yeah, like the D-backs aren't yeah. going to go get any of those guys. So after that, it's it's pretty slim. And I mean, like what I am Larry said in the comments, the Blue Jays have a surplus of catchers. Um, there are a few teams that maybe have an extra catcher. I almost think that's a more likely route. If the Diamondbacks want to try to improve their catching situation, doing it via trade probably makes more sense. Yeah. Uh, Chris says, I think it's so weird that Coop is in, in, in AFL. Jesse and I discovered, we actually both thought that there were like some sort of rules to being in the AFL, but apparently it's lawless. Anybody can be in the AFL. We can <laughs> yeah, see oh, Mad Bum start in the AFL open, open shirt Derek. Open shirt AFL, Derek I'm might get sure. his chance in the <laughs> AFL. We'll see what happens. But uh, come on. Cooper is a Cooper. Cooper's a handsome man. So if you don't need any other reason to go out to Arizona Fall League, <laughs> it's to see him up close and personal and get lost in his eyes. Because let me tell you, uh, Jesse, though, brought up uh, his piece about free agents and who the Diamondbacks might target. Make sure to check that out over at gophnx.com. Uh, if you don't have a membership already, you could win one. Uh, maybe if you were one of the first 15 people getting on that deal, you might already have yourself a membership. But if not, get yourself an annual membership. You'll get a free T-shirt from the phnxlocker.com. Or you can get a month-to-month membership and you'll get your first month for just 50 cents. Regardless of your membership status, you will get access to our members-only Discord uh, and our members-only discounts over at the phnxlocker.com. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, coffee. Sweet. Uh, we thank you guys so much for being here. Those of you in the comments, we appreciate you being here on the PHNX Sports Channel. Uh, subscribe if you haven't done so already. Sign up for notifications. That way you don't miss when any of our shows go live. Uh, and also, if you're listening right now on the audio podcast app, I'm sorry that I forget about you as listeners so often, uh, just doing these visual gags and, and pretending like you can see everything. But uh, we thank you for being here. Make sure to subscribe in your favorite audio podcast app and uh, leave us a five-star review. We love you for it. We also love our friends at More Furniture for making our new office space where I spend all of my time, uh, a beautiful space. And uh, this is the place to be during football games, as you guys may have seen on the PHNX Cardinals channel with uh, with with Johnny's reaction, uh, as well as Frank and everybody else. It's a, it's it's I don't like when I'm at home, I'm so lonely watching sports now. Like I was glad to at least I had Jesse and who was it? Leah was on with us when we we're watching the end of the Cardinals game. I had them on beforehand so we could at least be <laughs> together uh, experiencing that joy. But uh, again, uh, make your space a comfortable place for all of your friends to come over and you guys can hug each other during Cardinals wins. Uh, spruce up your home with More Furniture's fall sale over at morefurniture.com. Uh, big news dropping, Jesse, from a New York Post story, but according to an article recent re- recently released, uh, it looks like MLB and other networks such as the NHL and the NBA uh, may be looking into purchasing the biggest owner of regional sports TV networks. Uh, that would be Bally's, uh, a.k.a. Uh, is it Bally's? I guess it's from the Sinclair really Broadcasting the Sinclair, Group yeah. who owns it. But Diamond it Sports. Bally's. Yeah, Wait, Diamond so, sports. It, so it's Sinclair owns Diamond Correct. and Diamond Correct. runs all so, regional sports. So Bally's is just like the, the, the moniker of Bally's is just like a naming rights deal as if you were to sell a stadium. Correct. Yeah. Correct. So it's not like Bally's, but like Diamond Sports would be the proper. So Bally's gotcha. doesn't like, doesn't even sort of exist in right. some ways. It's no, just like no. A, it's Diamond like Sports Net, which the naming rights has been sold to Bally's Correct. for 10 years. But the company that owns it, the, the parent company, Sinclair, Sinclair Broadcasting Group, is hemorrhaging cash 
and could be headed for possible bankruptcy. They're looking for somebody to come kind of save them from the situation. Uh, from from uh, our, our, our dumb synopsis, we'll try to give you our best, but it sounds like they bought uh, the rights from Fox Sports Regional. Uh, yeah, they won for way a, too much. Money. They won an auction, um, and I don't know if any of you have like ever bidded on something on on eBay before. Mm, but you're like really, dangerous. you're like really invested in it, and you're Especially gonna you're gonna last, like that last sixty seconds. Yeah, is oh, a it's intense. Adventure. And yeah. at that point, you're too invested that you're just gonna bid whatever it takes in order to get what you want. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, I I don't know if that's actually how this happened, but <laughs> suffice it to say that uh, they paid a little bit too much here and. And it seems like the primary reason for that is that there's been so much cord cutting happening. And right. so the rights to these games is no longer as as valuable because cable companies just aren't willing to pay for it like they used to. Um, so that's the primary issue. And so they, they you know, they paid way more than what, what it's currently worth. And I'm now gonna, other people are maybe having to step in to kind of right the ship. I'm going to say something that some of people have actually told me that don't have access to watching games is that at times... With the access and accounts like ours on Twitter mixed with like the highlights that you can constantly see, they actually don't feel at times like they even need to watch a whole game that they can kind of get caught up in a way on the entire game through, you know, digital media without even actually watching the game. People, I mean, in some cases don't miss the the this network and and in some cases they've made some of these regional networks very hard to access like yeah they, they don't have a lot of options some cases to to just get it a la carte you have to have a major service provider like direct tv or something else in order to yeah. have the channel and uh I, I i there's just so much entertainment out there people just don't need it and i they can watch baseball in other ways there's other providers even if it's not watching their favorite team so I, I don't know. I, I definitely can see, though, what happened as far as overvaluing uh, the rights to baseball games and then especially or sports in general. And then, yeah. you know, things kind of having that drawback because people don't want to pay, you know, to get your channel. It's I can say from personal experience that tracking down um, like regional sports, the, the primary regional sports network here in Arizona that carries all the games, Valley Sports Arizona, is is been pretty hard to do. Um like I can speak from personal experience with my family. We have had a Fubo subscription, a Sling subscription, a YouTube TV subscription, and now a DirecTV stream subscription. And that's the one that currently has access to. Um, yeah. And it's just because like, I guess because of all these tight financial negotiations, um, it just keep like the rights just keep getting passed around. And, and the result of that is what we're seeing now where it's like, this wasn't worth what they paid for it in the beginning, and they're just not able to get as much for it as they want to. Um, and yeah, it's, it's been a nightmare trying to find a way to watch Diamondbacks games recently for someone who doesn't have you know cable plugged in at home because it, it just keeps changing hands. At least that's what it's done over the last couple of years. You know, what's funny is Sinclair Broadcasting Group used to own a pro wrestling company that I was a big fan of called Ring of Honor. And even though it was a small wrestling company, Everybody felt like the way that they handled its, you know, it, its television, how you can access it when you could watch it was all kind of they botched it. Right. So like when this whole deal happened, I remember kind of laughing, thinking like if they couldn't really do Ring of Honor well, which a lot of people wanted to see and had a hard time accessing, how are they going to do, you know, regional sports well? And the answer is <laughs> they aren't. You know, that's, that's pretty much what the answer was. So 
I really wasn't surprised there, but at the same time, I hope uh, I hope that whatever happens based on this, that the viewing experience for you, for us, for everyone as fans improves. I think that's what we really want to see. Uh, and to be honest, it's a big reason why we as PHNX exists. We saw a need in this market to give you guys more uh, than what regional sports and you know even local news and such was giving you. So we're happy to be here. We're happy to be on in the middle of the day talking about Arizona Diamondbacks, you know, splitting a doubleheader yesterday and kind of taking a look ahead at, at some of this stuff. But uh, we're, we hope you guys are enjoying the content and we hope that there was a void that we could fill, you know, and yeah. I know we're not for everybody, but uh, hopefully. The, <laughs> well, come on come now. On. I mean, we, come on the two now. of us, like, come on, we, whatever you, <laughs> you like. You can't dislike far, both of us. That's exactly, exactly. <laughs> we're too different for that to be possible. <laughs> I'm just going to mumble into my mic. Shut up, on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so one one thing on a more serious note that I think has to be brought into this conversation, um, and and this is quite complicated, so I won't get too um, bogged down into the nitty gritties here, but this could have an impact on team payrolls. Um, the Diamondbacks rely significantly on their regional sports uh, network contract in order to bring them revenue. Correct. Um, that is a huge source of revenue for them. And they have a really big deal that they signed several years back, actually bigger than I think it's bigger than the Padres deal. It's a pretty decent sized deal that the Diamondbacks have um, with uh, the local TV rights. And so as part of that, what's basically happening is um, it's it's being sort of thrown out into the open that what is being paid for that is not actually worth uh, that much money. And so there's potential here that this could actually damage uh, teams revenues um, because if these TV deals get shrunken down, which is some, with a possible outcome here in some scenarios, um, then the Diamondbacks suddenly are taking home less money and they have less money to actually spend on their players. Um, and and it doesn't impact every team because some teams have a different network situation figured right. out, right? So right. that's the biggest problem is this directly impacts smaller market teams. I, yeah. I feel like the majority of the teams that are part of this, not all of them, there are some larger markets, but, you know, Yankees and other teams have like a different network that they deal with or in Yankees case, their own network. So it's like, I, I, I again, it's, it feels like this could impact the competitive nature of baseball even further and divide these teams even more which would really really suck for yeah the diamondbacks for you're sure. talking 1.5 billion dollars over 20 years is how much they are paying for d-backs games that's the diamondbacks 1. deal 1.5 over yeah. 20 years that was renegotiated that's, in 2015 it's almost enough for us to buy the suns it was it was 30 million <laughs> the a year it was 30 million a year before 2015 and they renegotiated it it is over supposedly 1.5 billion in 20 Jeez. years yeah but i get what jesse's saying it's a lot there's a lot of that going around there's a lot of overvaluing certain things right we've heard so much about this in the news when it comes to twitter and elon musk trying to get out of purchasing it based on the fact that there were so many bots on on twitter it's like you just now knew that i knew that i'm the one that creates the bots but anyway that's a whole other story <laughs> uh we thank you guys 
for checking out all of our partners. If you haven't done so already, make sure to check out our friends at DraftKings, especially during the football season. He's going to get mad at me for using that again. But it's football season. <laughs> it's the best time to be on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, oh, look, at look, this is a guy that just won $1,000 uh, betting on baseball pitch counts. But let me tell you, DraftKings Sportsbook app, uh, bet on uh, $5 on any NFL team to win, and you will get $200 in free bets if they do. If that's not enough, everyone, everyone, new customers and existing customers can boost their winnings with a DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlay. Right now, for every leg you add, you can boost your winnings up to 100%. With payouts bigger than ever, why not bet on football? Let's go. Uh, To make these things even sweeter, you can throw down on stepped-up same-game parlays once per day all season long. Uh, It's simple. All you got to do is download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, use our code of PHNX as a promo, uh, and you will get that free $200 in bets as long as you bet $5 on any NFL team to win, and they do. Uh, That's promo code PHNX on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And as a reminder, this Friday, we are uh, getting together with all of you guys. Uh, We're going to have a little bit more information on it on our Twitter account later today, but we want you guys to hop on game time and join us at the this Friday's Arizona Diamondbacks game at Chase Field against the San Francisco Giants. Uh, game time is our newest, hot, hottest ticketing app site that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports, concerts, and shows. Save up to 60% on tickets when you buy tickets last minute. It's great for you procrastinators out there like me and Jesse that decide when we want to go to the game like 30 minutes before it starts. But uh, if you love PHNX, you'll love game time. You'll love coming, hanging out with us. Uh, this is the final series of the year. So the best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description uh, and then join us on Friday. Me and Jesse, we're not going to be in the press box. Uh, we're going to be out there hanging out with you guys uh, and celebrating, you know, the the fun that this season has. We've heard a lot of what people have to say about this team. We've even heard people say, like, you guys are getting excited about this team winning like 15 more games. I get it. But these are no, things. it's more than 15. I know, but that's it's what they more say. Than you 15. know how they say. They, get, they, they have to undercut it because they're trying yeah. to make it seem like it's not an achievement, right? And I get it. I understand where a lot of people come from. There were a lot of people, myself included, that saw this team getting on a roll, got our expectations up, got our hopes up. But, again, remi- just a reminder, like, this, this, these, this is a great season, even if it ends – you know, with Jesse's prediction of 75 wins, and we have to deal with that all offseason of him just gloating it, about it. It's exactly on pace to it's happen right now. There and I hate <laughs> it so much. But uh, you got to take these wins and you got to enjoy the progress that this team is making. Not to mention the fact that, you know, if they can rectify this bullpen situation, this team is not the same team that started this season and really struggled at times early this season. So, uh, you know, I, I'm I'm excited about the future, even if the, uh, the, the, end result of this season isn't what we wanted to see, even if they don't get back up to Mount 500 and pass that, that, you know, that point, we can still be, if they, if they went out, if they went out, they they could still be 82 and 80. Let's go. You could still be right there. Let's go win every game at this point. (laughs) I know that's not going to happen, but uh, shout out to the Tampa Bay Rays, by the way, who I widely consider to be the Arizona Diamondbacks, like uh, sister team, right? Interesting. We came into the league at the same time. 
We were born on the same year. They both came into the oh, league together. Okay. So, so one's so an they, AL team, one's an they, NL team. Are they twins? They're twins. Yeah, they're I twins. think so. I think, they're identical twins? Well, it's like weird because we've always they, they always do like the rivalry week and then they'll uh, like match the Diamondbacks up with someone weird. Yeah, next year it's the Texas Rangers. Yeah, it's the Rangers. Yeah. Like how are we a rival with the Rangers? I mean, that's a timeline. Like don't, don't tell me <laughs> you haven't been sitting at the edge of your seat. For every Diamondbacks Rangers <laughs> no. game over the last decade, oh Derek. Oh my God! Everybody else gets a good rivalry, like an inner city rivalry, uh, New York versus New York. You know, Chicago versus Chicago. No, we get the Rangers. I mean, who would you want it to be? The Rays. The Rays. I mean, like the geographically, Rays. that makes zero sense. <laughs> it's not a matter of geographically. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's we, a matter of trying to figure or, out or who has you, beef with each other. We have beef because we're siblings that came in. We're trying to one up each other. Oh, you guys don't see it. I know you guys see it. Don't listen. I don't to know. Guy. I mean, you're you were uh, talking a second ago about like the local rivalry, and then you're like, "Hey, let's." let's no, I mean there is no local rival rivalry with this team. Flagstaff team. The, yeah. huh? We're playing Tucson. No, that's not <laughs> happening. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. We gotta figure something out. I um, mean, is, yeah, like I mean, obviously the one year who, it was who Detroit. Do the, who do the Padres have? I wonder. I don't because i mean the angels and the dodgers obviously match obviously, up yeah so that fit that makes I'm more a, sense all, to me than the rangers so and the off Diamondbacks. Topic. i'm so furious about how off topic this guy got me but <laughs> my point was i wanted to give a shout out to the tampa bay rays because yesterday they had the first all latin american lineup oh, in yeah. mlb history uh, and they were all wearing roberto clemente's number including our uh, friend of the show uh david peralta so it was very cool uh to see that History being made, especially for me uh, as 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 a Hispanic dude myself, which there a lot of go. people don't uh, look at me and think of that, and I get it, but it's fine. <laughs> uh, I also say this: there is uh, World Baseball Classic stuff happening right now as we speak. The qualifiers uh, are taking place for the World Baseball Classic, which is going to happen here at Chase Field next March. So the uh, there, next there's, March is going to be popping. Oh, it's going to be for baseball it's gonna be in the valley. So electric. There is a uh, qualifier spot in their division right now. I think it's United States, Columbia. It's a very good division, so you're going to see some very good baseball being played at Chase Field. But uh, it also has ramifications on who that final team is going to be as part of their division. So uh, you can keep up to date on that. Not to mention we have all sorts of other exciting stuff to look forward to coming up, including Arizona Fall League and all uh, all this baseball that we're going to have during the postseason. Go so. watch Jordan Lawler. Go watch Jordan like, Lawler play baseball. Go go buy a season pass. I think it's $125, I want to say, oh and that God. gets you into every single game. That's a, that's a deal. There's like 30 regular season games, so it's like $4 a ticket Here's at that point. the other thing, point. too. Uh, I know some of you still work from home, right? So it's like that probably didn't change for you. So no one said that you can't work from the ballpark take your laptop uh maybe <laughs> hook up to your phone uh and there you go you'll have the best background for the zoom meetings let me tell you you'll have, <laughs> everybody will be jealous everybody will be jealous backgrounds back east. <laughs> uh, but we thank you guys again for being here with us uh, again we thank you so much for the support uh, in the meantime between now and tomorrow's very late post-game show that we're going to oh, be doing yeah. on thursday uh we're <laughs> i'm drinking coffee now i'm going to need a lot of coffee tomorrow <laughs> night but uh, make sure to join us for that special phnx dbacks after dark episode uh, until then you can follow us on twitter i am at cap underscore caveman with a k this guy's at jesse and friedman our show is at phnx underscore dbacks but of course all roads lead to at phnx underscore sports on twitter instagram and facebook as always, we thank you guys uh, for joining us on your lunch. On behalf of Faj, Jesse, and myself, we appreciate your time. And remember, kids, baseball is fun, but it's so much more fun when you go watch Jordan Lawler play in an Arizona Fall League game.